You're listening to The Chopping Block, a VIC Radio exclusive podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to VIC Radio's The Chopping Block. My name is Peter Gillen. I hope you're all doing very well today. Today, I have a very special guest with me. Um, Her name is Madeline Martinez, if you mind introducing yourself. Hi, I'm Madeline Martinez. Yeah, and uh, what did you bring to us today for the album that will be judged on The Chopping Block? Uh, um, I brought my favorite album of all time, uh, Fallen by the band Evanescence. Honestly, kind of a classic, not going to lie. It's totally a classic. It's got the um, the one song that everybody knows on it is Bring Me to Life. Yeah, that, the funny meme song. Which people always are like, oh, it's Wake Me Up. It's actually Bring Me to Life. Yeah. No, that was a big revelation for me in 2016. Was it Was it really? I wouldn't say it was like big, but it's like, like oh, it's not called, it's not it's called, not called Wake, wake me, up. me Up. Oh, it's, that song is, huh. I, I will, I'm excited to talk about that song, but I'm more excited to talk about other songs. Yeah. And um, to be spoken about more. What I, uh, what I gave Madeline was... um. Actually, a little bit more, I wouldn't say topical, but at least just like it's ninth, yeah, ninth anniversary came up a few, about a week or so ago. Uh, Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. Man, I, um, I also listen yeah. to the regular version and not the deluxe version. That's fine. Yeah, I, I, I don't really listen to the deluxe okay, tracks okay, anyways. Okay. So like, but yeah, uh, before we get into that, let's talk about Fallen. Oh, yeah. So. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I want to hear, I want to hear all your thoughts. Yeah, so let me just preface this. I did like this album. I... It, something that I just find really interesting about it, it has a very distinct sound, which, mm-hmm. I mean, of course you could say that about a lot of things, but it's like, it felt early 2000s in like the best way possible. Well, it is. Know? I mean, it's 20, 20. Yeah, 2003. 2003. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, I, I think most of the time of me thinking about this, I'm like, what makes this kind of have that sound? And I, I kind of looked up on Wikipedia. I couldn't really find too much about like the mixing and all that. Mm. But I feel like it's like a weird mix of them using, you know, physical instruments, but also kind of diving more into like digital because it's like, you know, the start of mm-hmm. millennium, all that. And I, I was hearing it a lot with some of the um, the instruments, like especially um, was it the beginning of My Last Breath? Mm. has this like this little like electronic. Like, yeah, yeah, I know like, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. If you ever heard of like Aphex Twin it kind of reminded me of like one of their songs. Well, it's almost very like, it's kind of like Linkin Park esque. Like Linkin Park also kind of does a similar thing with a lot of yeah. like technological sound, um, just cool, cool stuff like that. Um, but my favorite thing about this album has to be like the like the gothic, um, like operatic. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, there's a little there's a little message. <laughs> among us someone <laughs> someone left in dust uh says vic is sus with, with a little, little among, among us, us. Next to it. Yeah, um, i think i'll take a picture put it on the twitter page or funny, something like yeah but um just like like what is it uh the the there is one song and for the life of me i can't remember it right now um but it's it ends with this like this chanting do you know what i'm talking about like they're they're chanting in latin at the um, very end which is, I think I it's think Latin. It exactly. It's really, really cool. Um, but yeah, I do remember like there sort of being like the, this kind of like this grandness to it, especially with like the opera, and also sometimes you'd hear the orchestra like kind exactly, of mixed in. Exactly. Like it would kind of add this really um, kind of over the top kind of grand feel and melodramatic feel to a lot of the songs mm-hmm. with how kind of emotional it was. Which 
this album is like you know metal. I'm pretty sure that's like genre. it's 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 hard. It's rock, more like new I metal, think. I think. I don't know. It, I, metal, I looked it up. Yeah. New metal is more. This is this is definitely more on like the 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 more. Not I I keep saying gothic. It's not goth music. It, it's more like that like. There's another band that's kind of like it. it's called Red, and they also use a lot of violins. You know, they use a lot of piano. Uh, Amy Lee, who's the 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 uh, leading um, singer. She studied operatic. No, she studied piano for like almost a decade. Um, Wait. So, uh, sorry, like the lead vocalist for this uh, mm-hmm. for Evanescence. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Before um, <laughs> I want to talk about her vocals because I really enjoyed those. Mm. But um, <clears throat> never mind. We'll just talk about Amy Lee because I really like her vocals a lot. Mm. Um, it's this real, especially like you were saying she studied opera, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It, it, her voice is really. I don't know. There's something about it that I was thinking about that it really feels very kind of calculated in how she performs. It's like even if she's singing in a high register, I feel like her voice is like slowly seeping so down. Rich. Yeah. I mean, it. It like it. You're right. It like drips with. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's just she's just a powerhouse of. And I don't really know that much about like vocalists and such. But um, I mean, you could just. There's something incredible about her voice, especially they do a lot of really interesting stuff with her vocals, especially like um, "Going Under" is the first song in the album. Oh yeah, no, there was a clever thing that they do like right in the beginning where it's like, what is it? The line's like, "Oh, you can't hear me" or something, and eventually uh, it's like it just uh-huh, uh-huh. It's like the really quiet like screaming. I'm like, it's oh, incredible. That's, I mean, that's cool. There's oh, and like they do a bunch of hidden stuff like that, like in the song "Haunted," um, you can hear at the very beginning, I think, and definitely the very end, uh, like a hospital like beeping. Like a like mm-hmm. a beeping noise, like yeah, I think I remember because that. she's hidden in this coma. You know what I mean? Imaginary has the same concept where she 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 willingly like lies down and and it, it I'm not sure if it's drug related or whatever, but she talks about um like being in her own world. Um, mm-hmm. and recently I actually found the demo of this album, which is called Origin. It was a different album, but then they mo- move most of the songs onto here. Yeah, the mixing is way worse. Mixing is really, really bad, but they do a lot of really cool stuff with the songs that I actually kind of like more than the album. But um, nice. I mean, this is the original, and the or- origin's not even on Spotify. Yeah, that's... so I couldn't. You couldn't listen to it. Yeah, I was. I actually looked up a little bit, and it's like I think apparently it took them like seven years to do the production for this album. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, it's crazy, and it's like it, you can kind of see it with a lot of the songs. Um, what did you think about My Immortal? <laughs> I actually did enjoy it. You did? I know it's like, I, I think it is another one of like the more popular songs on this yeah. and kind of more of like the stereotypical kind of like, oh, emo, emo. kind of yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, I, I did enjoy it because something I do like, oh, this is the point I was getting back to with like metal music. I know this isn't really metal. It's more of like a hard rock kind of thing. Yeah. These are really emotional songs and you can actually hear the- I mean, the lyrics are- are that important? Yeah, spe- in, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. In my favorite song, in the album of all time is Tourniquet. Tourniquet and Haunted. I really like that song. Turn- I so really in like Tourniquet, Tourniquet, she screams. She in yeah. the begin in the middle, she goes. All right, this is kind of emo, but she screams, "I want to die." But oh, it's it's because like she she's Tourniquet. Is, obviously, you know what a Tourniquet is. Yeah, right? I know what a Tourniquet. It's like yeah. you tie up your wounds when you're bleeding or whatever. So mm-hmm. she's comparing like God to like being yeah, her tourniquet. A tourniquet. And the thing about this is that like. I'm not super into like religious like rock and stuff because it has a different feel. However, there's mm-hmm. another band 
this isn't necessarily like religious. I think it's just like interesting. I think they just throw some stuff in there about it. There's another band called Flyleaf, which is also very kind of similar to this. Um, and they're a Christian rock band who I actually really love. Like, I think, hey, you're looking it up. I, I'm not sure if I've heard of these guys, but. Um, really, really, really cool. Um, I knew there was like another one that, whatever. But Here, you continue. But they're cool. Um, and in Tourniquet, she back to the original point. She screams. You know what I mean? And, but it's mm-hmm. not like it's not like a you know how like they do in metal. Yeah. It, but she's just like. But she, you could still hear what she's yeah, saying. Still, you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, it's like it, it mostly depends on the emotion. But sometimes it's like if they are trying to go for a song that it's like you need to hear the lyrics. It's like I can't really hear it. Right. And I mean, it's like her voice would not really fit that. Right, but she's able to do it. She's able to do it in her own way. One and two, in a way where you can actually understand what she's saying, which brings it together and makes it even more powerful. Because, you know, if if someone screams in a song, "I want to die," and then like it cuts back into the chorus, that's one of my favorite parts of the song. Um, and you don't understand what they're saying. It's you're just cutting back into the chorus with like being like, okay, yeah, it's like like, all right, you just screamed. Um, I mean, I guess it could be a big moment, but still, it's like, yeah. Um, what's it? What was your favorite song? favorite song i mm-hmm. i don't know i think if i were to have like a top three or something probably be like bring me to life my immortal and tourniquet i i really enjoy bring the- me to life and my immortal i know i'm such a <laughs> you're such a little i'm so little, basic no they call you a soy boy don't call me a soy boy please. Hey, do you have to cut that no nice. you could damn i may have to cut that if no anyone- it's just we just had like <laughs> the freaking um for the first time episode where oh, we right. compared it to the Soy Wojak. Soy Wojak. The Soy right. Wojak album. <laughs> so yeah, I'm now the Soy Wojak. I've become the Soy Wojak. There were also like a few that were really interesting. I um, Hello was really, really kind of interesting for its concept. Mm-hmm. It was like, I wasn't diving too into the lyrics because I was mostly kind of listening to the production and kind of being like, how does this sound so unique, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. Just having that, it it felt like it captured an early 2000s sound. But with Hello, I was mostly able to pick up the lyrics because it was just really, really intimate. And especially, I think the whole point of it being like, this is your brain and you can talk to me. Like, yeah, I'm right. the person you can talk to since you don't have anyone else to talk to. Mm-hmm. I mean, this whole album is just about her being trapped in either. So in Haunted, she's she's... Uh, trapped in like some sort of like hell sh- like scape dimension with this like thing tormenting her. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a Stockholm syndrome type of thing where like she hates him but she loves him because he's all that she knows. Yeah. Imaginary, she's trapping herself in her own brain because she can't stand the world around her. What do you think about everybody? Everybody's fool. That song is is incredible. That song is. Yeah, no, just like <laughs> I do enjoy the um. There, there's a lot of variety as well, especially like intros and Mm -hmm. just instrumentation especially like when they go acoustic especially after like bring me to life where it is that more electric guitar kind of sound and pianos and you have like this 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 kind of regular like acoustic guitar going like it's so oh my gosh yeah it's a really strong intro and also actually um what is it is it tourniquet to imaginary that has the transition to it yeah yeah yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. slowly like fade and it's the it's it's the all the violin and then yeah. it just cut yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i always love when a song transitions to another song and it, it was very very Especially smooth when it's done really well oh yeah like it so it goes from turn it goes from imagine does it go it tourniquet it from, to imaginary tourniquet to imaginary and tourniquet it ends with like this like 
low violin, like it's kind of like whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts into imaginary, and then more violin comes in, but it's more like, like um, God, what does it mean when like, like it's building up to something, like like you're a anticipating, crescendo? yeah, yeah, it builds into yeah. this cres- uh, crescendo, and she's like vocalizing behind it, and then it cuts into a more electric guitar, like all of those elements coming together is just what makes this album my favorite, and it is partially nostalgia driven because I used to listen to this a lot with my dad when I was younger, mm-hmm. um, but. I mean, it's just... I mean, sometimes, like, with nostalgia, it's not always, like, just nostalgia. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes you do have a reason to like it. I mean, of course, there are certain things. It's, like, when you're a kid, it's, like, yeah, of course you enjoy this as a kid because this is, like, garbage. But, right, like, right, right. I, you know, uh, like, I have something similar with, like, the Black Parade. Where yeah. it's, like, mm-hmm. like, I, you know, of course... But that song is good. No, like, the whole album. Well, you get not to... Yeah, I mean, that song. whole album, I mean, I could come back and t- we could talk about that album. Yeah. Um... But if we ever do a spotlight on that, oh spoilers! Oh, Ooh. oh spotlight! Uh, don't worry about it. Okay, we're gonna cut that out. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> bring up the spotlight episode yet. Um, but what is it? Like, just I totally forgot what I was gonna say. Um, we were talking about nostalgia. Right. Well, because you get to a certain point where, like, if if something is genuinely bad that you enjoyed, you could come around and be like, I still like this, but it is bad. Yeah. But like, once you like um you know experience other stuff and then you come back to what you liked originally and you still like it that mm-hmm. means it's yeah it's probably just genuinely good. really yeah. good yeah which is always a relief yeah honestly yeah <laughs> i had that like with black parade mm-hmm. sometimes i have that with like death groups even though i've only liked them for like a year or so i'm like did i actually legitimately like them and i come back like yeah right no i did um oh, now i'm just thinking yeah, there's about just a lot of black stuff parade yeah but that's not the topic right now uh. I think if we're kind of wrapping up on Evanescence, oh, sure. sorry, yeah, Fallen, like- if you, what um, what are like your top three songs on this? My top three, Tourniquet, Haunted, and I would probably say Going Under, yeah. um, or Everybody's Fool. Uh, please, this is just a PSA because I finally get to talk about this album to someone who will listen to me because I haven't found anyone else who's ever listened to this album before. And that's really? not me trying to be like, oh, quirky, but like, you know, if you ever bring up Evanescence, people, one, usually don't know what you're talking about, or go like, oh, wake me up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Please listen to some of the other songs in the album if you like this kind of stuff. It is, like, actually extraordinary, and they deserve to be known for so much more than just, you know, than wake just, me up. They're the bring me to life yeah, guys. Yeah, they're, oh, they're the bring me to life guys. Yeah. And interestingly enough, the man singing in that song is actually from Linkin Park. I think it's I, Chester. Sorry, I knew, like, but I'm not sure. something sounded wrong. a little bit more, like, energetic uh-huh it, that's something that i did kind of enjoy actually i guess we're gonna still talk about evanescence real quick. <laughs> mostly this song because i actually just legitimately really enjoy the song it's i, I feel like it has a little bit like a lot more energy the to harmonies it harmonies too i mean she's yeah. harmonizing really really well in that song yeah it, it's like it, it's really has a really great build up to the chorus in the beginning mm-hmm. and it's like the chorus is just really good <laughs> like you know, just wake me up. <laughs> like, I know it's that's like the yeah, joke, yeah. but it's still like, I don't know, even without the meme value, it's still like it's a, still good a good song. song I know? just feel like, you know, they yeah, need it's to just, be known for more. Yeah, I, mean, I could I could keep talking about this album forever. I feel like we got to cut it out now. Yeah, before, we'll, we'll talk about before we. Yeah, let, let's <laughs> cut this off. Anyways, final thoughts. Fallen. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good, good album. Final thoughts. Fallen. Really good. Please listen to it. That is my final thought. Anyways. Ever. No more thoughts.
I just get up and leave. <laughs> I'm like, all right, Wait, episode's I... over. Yeah. But let's talk about Good, good kid, kid, Mad City. Colon, no. It... Colon, that's a comma. <sighs> you have the English major no, in the room. That, yeah, and the the former English major. Oh, right. I forgot <laughs> that you were a former. You were a yeah. former English education major, weren't yeah. you? So I'm an English education major. That's crazy. What happened? Why didn't you like the, why didn't you like the, um. Because I wanted to make movies and make no money. Lame. <laughs> Yeah, my bad. I, I don't get to make me movies, and I'll still make no money. So <laughs> so it goes. Yeah. Anyway. Unfortunate. Anyways, let's talk about Good Kid, Mad City. Uh, this is one of my favorite albums. Um, and something really funny is, like, I love this album so much, and it's not even Kendrick's best album. Right, you were um, saying that earlier. I was, yeah. It's, but it's nine years. It's very, very old. I wouldn't say very old, but it's just, like, it's... Didn't definitely it, got a lot of history. It was 2013, right? Is that really nine years ago? Yes. Wow. We're so old. Jeez. And this album, even though it is nine years old, I don't think it's aged a bit. I think this has like aged like fine wine. But anyways, um, enough about my thoughts. Madeline, <laughs> what do you think of Good Kid, Mad City? Um, so this is actually, I have never sat through an album uh, that has this kind of style before in my life just because it's not something that like, I've ever exposed myself to. Really pleasantly surprised. Also, I didn't realize how many songs I already knew. Which, did you know Swimming Pools? Swimming Pools. Um, here, did you know me... Mad City as well, I think? Mad City, Good yeah. Kid. Um, you knew Good Kid? Money I... Trees. Mm-hmm. Backseat Freestyle. Bits. Bits and pieces. Just from being like, yeah. a, like an online, you know, being online and stuff. Well, yeah, I understand the... Um, Swimming pools, you know, of course, like, you know, drank. Yeah. Drank. No, I've, I've heard some of the other stuff. Money Trees, definitely. So the intro to Mad City is really um, iconic, mm-hmm. extremely iconic. And um, I actually had no clue about Money Trees until I listened to it for the first time about, like, a half a year ago. Yeah? Yeah. But, um, yeah, anyways, um, other than, like, kind of knowing stuff, like, what? Uh, yeah. I really liked, so... I was talking to you about this before. Um, I really enjoyed the story. I, I love I love mm-hmm. when songs, um, and I've only ever seen this in like, in like rap and stuff. And this is considered. Yeah, this is right? rap. Okay. Yeah, very I, much rap. I really, do, I really, I'm completely out of <laughs> my enough. out of my you know my wheelhouse here. So, um, I and Zay Kanashi does this too. The little <laughs> little plug, but um, like voicemails in songs, I think mm-hmm. are so versatile. Um, and I love how it tells the story. So first. You know, I, I like how also Shireen is mentioned just a bunch of times. Yeah. Well, could you tell me about that? Because Okay. Yeah. So like if if you do kind of want like a more cohesive thing of the story, I, I wouldn't say I've studied it, but I've listened oh, to it a oh, lot. Oh, he's studied it. Yeah, I've studied it. Yeah. I've like listened to it a lot and kind of been like, okay, this is the narrative. So like the beginning song, Shireen, is a little bit more of like context as okay. well as kind of leading you into like the main incident. And then eventually kind of, and then it goes back to like, okay, this is where it all started. Right, so right, right. So this introduces you to the girl Shireen, which mm-hmm. is like, I'm not sure if Shireen's a real person or not, but I, she's mostly just like an image of like, okay, this is like temptation for Kendrick. Right, right. This is the person he lusts over who kind of makes him do all these dumb things. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and like going, like even though she has like the woman with the most red flags, like her mom <laughs> is a crack addict and mm-hmm. her two brothers are gang members, like do not do right, anything. Right, right. But anyways, and then eventually uh, the second track, I can't say the title. 
Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, well, that one has a lot of. Um, the beginning is very like lo-fi. Like, yeah. So it was, which I thought was really cool. It's, um, it's a very chill song. It is, yeah. Well, because it, it's the dad on the voicemail, right? He ends the first song with blank, don't kill my vibe. And yeah. then it transitions into the song, blank, don't kill my vibe. Yeah. Um, which I thought was cool. Again, like the voicemails, you could just, it, you, you're able to tie in so much stuff that you wouldn't be able to lyrically, mm-hmm. um, which I really like. I really, and we talked about this before, uh, The Art of Peer Pressure. Oh, that song That is was great. my favorite one. Yeah, that song is like, songs like uh, B-Word, Don't Kill My Vibe. And back, yeah, <laughs> that song's more of like an internal kind of monologue for him of just kind of like I'm on the come up, mm-hmm. but I don't want people to take advantage of me. All that, especially his friends. But then you know you kind of see in the art of peer pressure they right. do, and it, it's like these two um, opposites with uh, the second track and like backseat freestyle, where mm-hmm. it's like you have you know with B word don't kill my vibe. He's very internal, very kind of contemplative, and then backseat freestyle. He's this really braggadocious. Um, right. you know, guy who it's like, wait, where did he come from? Well, that's because he's with his friends. Yeah, like that's the whole thing, which you, it, that whole idea transfers into the art of peer pressure where they're kind of going around town. They're trying whatever they whatever they want. Yeah. And, and, and he and he keeps saying at the end of each verse, like, this usually isn't like me, but I'm with but my I'm friends. With the homies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is so like, I mean, it really is like, I mean, he's young. He's telling a story from when he was pretty young yeah right? he's like i think 16, 16. around that yeah because he's like he's i think in one of the voicemails they say he's gonna like go into the 11th grade oh yeah no no, no. I, I, in one of the voicemails or um, graduate 11th grade I, either one in one of the songs actually he's like what if i told you i killed someone at 16 would you believe yes me? yeah which is i mean heavy stuff you know yeah, very um, heavy really really cool uh not the you know you know well, what I yeah, mean? No, no, no. Yeah, it's it's but, the narrative <laughs> yeah, of, of like, the you know of I mean like he's a kid going through this mm-hmm. and does yeah. he does he want to necessarily? Is it all peer pressure or is he just like maybe he's using his friends as, as an excuse to engage in the behavior? You know, I mean it's a weird mix of both where that like especially with, like the environment they grow up in where it's like he he doesn't really know exactly what's good and it's like you have these um conflicting ideas of like you have mm-hmm. you know Shireen where it's like oh I want to go after her I want to you know be able to you know have sex with her all that and whoa 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 so- can so- we say the S E X word sorry. on the air have intercourse no with so- oh, can oh you say gosh. coitus what can you say coitus on the air English major over here <laughs> you probably you actually probably have to uh cut that Maybe. I think coitus is like a really bad word Maybe anyway <laughs> now that we're cursing. No. F- fuck fuck <laughs> no <laughs> so, um no but the uh the art of peer pressure is very much um because like it ramps up from just like okay like they're going out maybe getting girls and like oh they're starting to kind of um interact with these people like rival gangs and kind of being like hey what's up like you know kind of stuff like mm-hmm. that and then eventually they break into someone's house yeah it's like whoa wait wait wait, what it's just crazy and then and the song is like then we take a right and take a left you hear you know the police, the police. cyrus Cyrus, sirens, and and and, I mean we talked about this before, but at the end of the album, the very last line is uh, he's like, "Hey mom, I'm gonna take the van for 15 minutes." Yeah. And one of the first voicemails in the in the album is like his mom is being like, "You said you'd be back 15 minutes ago. Where are you?" Um, Yeah, it's like a loop. And it's so and we Peter and I were talking about this before. Like, is this just a callback to the beginning of the album, or is it like he comes home, he realizes he messed up, and then he just 
goes out and does it again. Like, he didn't learn yeah. from his mistakes. But I think the first one is probably more likely because his mom tells him, like, you really need to focus on this music stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you have to tell the stories of all these kids. I think that, I mean, I hope that that would sit with him. Yeah, it's not, I don't think it's a loop. I, I don't think it's meant to be in, like, a, a bad way where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, he just does this stuff again. Because Tempipa Butterfly is kind of a continuation of Good Kid, Mad City. Um, and he definitely, um, he actually, I wouldn't say he relapses, but he, there, there are a lot of, I, um, kind of similar behaviors that he participates in into Pimp a Butterfly, but it's not as like immature as it is in, mm. um, in Good Kid. It's more of these mature issues with fame and all that, but that's, that's for another episode. I mean, I mean, you just, you never really stop having problems. Right. You just go from, well, from one to the next and growth is never like a straight path. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think shows a lot in, in, I, maybe I'll listen to, to Pimp a Butterfly. I mean, this really like completely was something new for me to listen to. And I, I hope, I hope Fallen was like a, a, a new thing for you. Kind of. Yeah. The very new, I really had not, um, that is awesome. I wouldn't say like I hadn't, listen to anything like completely like it but mm-hmm. it was it was definitely a little bit more out of my comfort zone of something that right. i usually yeah. listen to same thing with me yeah yeah i actually um there were like a few things that i do want to bring up because also especially with like the narrative of this album kind of going sure. through because it's like the art of peer pressure is like a very literal song like very storytelling base of like going through the events and then songs like money trees and poetic justice are a lot more internal feelings right like Especially with Money Trees. Um, actually, no, I wouldn't say especially, just both of them. Um, Money Trees is more kind of like, wow, we just robbed all this stuff and look at how much money we can get from this. Mm-hmm. And then Poetic Justice is really kind of like his love song for Shireen, mm. which, which is like, it's weird because the whole song is both like, yeah, I love you so much, but also here are all these weird problems. Like, why are you taking all these random trips? Why, what is, what? Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. so weird. And but eh, I guess I'm gonna be coming over to your place, and then he gets jumped because like right. right at the end you have the same instrumental from the oh, from Shireen, yeah, like the ooh oh yeah ah, yeah. So it's like that's the signal. It's like you've caught up now. Now this is when he gets jumped, and then that's how you get to Good Kid, um, which is also they're also very internal. I think at least like when I was looking at it, I feel like it's more of like his brain kind of coping with what's going on of like, Mm-mm. oh, I'm being interrogated right now. Uh, yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> he's the, only 16. Yeah. You know? And then I think one of my favorite songs in the album, Mad City, um, oh, that's like a, geez, that's like a whole thing of like, I, I <laughs> at least in my mind, I envisioned it as like a dream sequence kind of thing mm. where he's just, you know kind of like mostly good kid and the song mad city um they both are kind of going over these um i guess i won't say day by day life but sort of just these events that occur especially with like kendrick with him he's like yeah these are all the things i did where it's like even though i do like to say i'm a good kid in this mad city i also tried to get a job at a bank and i staged a robbery the third week i clocked in it's like Geez, maybe I'm not that great after all. Mm-hmm. Um, Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Why is mad spelled like that? I was actually prepared for this. Okay. Really? <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah. There were a few interviews that he did and people would ask him that. And uh, I forget the second one. I can look that up. But I know the first one uh, was My Angels on Angel Dust, um, where 
um, sort of at least in the title of like the album, it's more just like these are his role models of like these are the people he are kind of, like even though he's technically a good kid in this mad city, the people he aspires to be are you know like drug dealers and all these people who are mm-hmm. you know violent and kind of off these drugs. Um, but then uh, I, let me look up the other. Wait, actually, well, also in the song Mad City, at the end, he's like, um, made me an angel on angel dust. So it's the reference oh, to the action. Oh, got it, yeah. got it, got it. And then I think the, um, let me just, uh, what does Mad stand for? Um, where's the second one? Um, I'm going to curse. Here it is. Okay. There's two of them. All right. So my angels on angel dust. And also, there is My Angry Adolescence Divided, which is sort of... That's pretty edgy. And yeah. I just made you listen to Fallen by, by Evanescence. <laughs> well, I like I like My Angels and Angel Dust because it's... Yeah, it, it's a lot more poignant. This one's a little bit more right. edgy, but also it does give reference to him. He's a Gemini. So, you know, of course, like the two sides, all that. I feel like only you would know that Kendrick Lamar was a Gemini. No, I wouldn't. He brings it up a lot in his songs, actually. Does he really? Yes, he does. So he's an yeah. astrology. I mean, astrology girl. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> Good he for is. him. Yeah, no, he's. Peter, what's your sign? Leo. Bro, so am I. I feel like we knew that. I don't think we did. Yo, that's fucking crazy. That's gamer. We're cutting that out, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Um, man. Uh, all right, we're gonna cut out a little bit, but also. Um, Iwa. 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 But yeah, um, and then like after Mad City, or at least with the song Swimming Pools, after that there's then the incident of like, oh, this guy's brother got shot, and then... Yeah, I mean, that was... That was... I mean, they're laughing about it until they turn around, yeah, and they see... It's like, oh. So who who were... Were those just like the... So I think the um, the people that like Kendrick's with, those like her, his friends and stuff, mm-hmm. and then one of his friend's brothers gets shot. So it was one of his friend's brothers? Yes. I wasn't sure if it was like, if this was like a different story happening at the same time or no, like... No, this was this, this is okay, like the okay, same okay. group. Mm-hmm. And um, like the whole thing with Sing About Me is like, it's a flash forward, which... um, All right, this is like my favorite song on the album. It's, mm-hmm. it's a big big song long song yeah yeah 12 minutes um and it it takes at least the first half of it sing about me is it's also just massive it's a whole it's like a three-part song that one takes the um perspective of the uh the guy whose brother got killed Mm -hmm. and sort of being like kendrick you need to tell this stories and if i die before your album drops and then it's like he also gets killed. Oh man. Yeah, which is heavy. And then in the second one, it's okay. Um all right. This is a reference to his first album, which was before the section eighty, where it's not as strong as a concept as Good Kid, but it he has these two songs that follow this this pair of sisters, um, Keisha and Tammy. And uh in this song uh, and sing about me. It's a uh, Tammy talking, so he takes oh. the point of view of her, and basically the whole thing is that she's like, "Why did you sing a song about my sister in section eighty? That was not your business. Why are you using her to make money off of us? Like all oh, that." Wow. And because, but the whole thing was like, uh, the whole thing is uh, in like his third part of the song. He's like, "I did not mean to use it. I'm using this to tell this story. I'm telling." 
the oh. people are struggles and all that and especially like the thing with um uh Keisha in her songs that she is like a person who was forced into prostitution at a young age and was killed and mm. it's like really heavy song and um I'm not so sure I, it makes sense that Tammy would be upset about that yeah you it, know? it definitely makes sense but and at the same time I mean that it, was that's his whole his whole purpose of of especially I mean what it sounds like this album is is telling those stories so you kind of have to wonder like who's in the right yeah, it, it's a weird thing that it's like it adds a lot of depth to this song where it's like even though Kendrick is telling these stories, it is also like I know it's not completely right, but also, you know, um, kind of the whole message of this album, especially in the song Real. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. kind of bringing up like you should tell your stories to people. You need to bring these up. Um, oh, excuse me. Sorry. Um, Yuck. Yeah, my bad. But yeah, it's like, um, especially after like Section 80, I mean, all these stories are, you know, they're his. They're not, he's not trying to tell other people's like stories and stuff. Okay. He just wrote sus on the, in the dust. Sus. Okay. Sus. sus. But, um, but yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Compton, it's more of like the end credits, I guess. I feel like that, it wasn't as strong as like, an ending as I feel like it should have been. I don't know. It's a little weird. Um, I both find it to be a really great song, but also it's like after what we just went through. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's so odd how uplifting it is and how strong it feels. Mm-hmm. But I think it is kind of meant to be like he does take these words to heart and he finds like his new kind of faith, his new um, kind of beliefs that he um kind of takes on right and especially that leads us into to pimple butterfly which um that's a whole other thing but yeah 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 that's gamer overall i overall, mean i think it's a great album what do you think overall i i liked it and i will probably listen to to pimple butterfly just because i mean kendrick lamar is is a really unique um like vocalist especially i mean he's got yeah. a, he's got an interesting voice i'm um, not bad not bad at all no no i agree with you yeah he has very interesting deliveries mm-hmm. um especially how he can kind of pitch his voice a bit more he already yeah. has like a higher pitch voice than most rappers but the way he kind of portrays like a younger voice with a more like squeaky kind of right right sound. right and that i mean that matches obviously good kid you mm-hmm. know because that's that's you know i would give this do you do like numerical ratings? On we haven't app? done it yet, but if you want, all right, to. we're gonna start right now. Everybody has to follow my lead from from now on. I guess. Here we go. I would give it, as someone who does not listen to this genre a lot, I would say eight point five out of ten, which is which is pretty That's good. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Very good. I I think it's like more of a nine nine and a half. But yeah. Still, yeah. You would, Peter. Yeah, I would. Yeah. yeah. You would. Actually, since I gave a top three for Fallen, what, I will. Uh, I will give a top, top three. three. Um, well, yeah. I'm gonna say uh, Art of Peer Pressure. Uh, hmm. Art of Peer Pressure. I really liked. Uh, I really liked. Oh, man, I I. Why are they not showing up on my? On I my have phone? my laptop here if you want to. No, I, but I liked songs. It's doing oh, yeah, the thing okay. that that you did. Or that happened. Oh, but it's years. not like updated. Okay. Right, right. I would say Art of Peer Pressure, and then I liked Good Kid, and then I liked Mad City. I think because it was in like all of, like in yeah, just in yeah. Mm-hmm. I gotta say at least like my favorites, like of course my favorite song on this is Sing About Me, I'm Dying of Thirst, mm-hmm. and then I think Mad City, and then probably 
the art of peer pressure or mm-hmm. money trees, either one of those, but like at least those two are my top two on here. Um, but yeah. Nice. Thank you for showing me this album, Peter. Yeah, no problem. Um, yeah. Thank you all for listening. Uh, if we got like a little funny bit to close out on. We have a funny bit. I don't know. Do, do we? we? I don't. Do we have a funny bit? I'm you didn't prepared. tell me I needed a funny bit I to end never, the, the I, episode. I never prepare. Funny I bit is prepare. listen to Fallen by Evanescence. Yeah. And then come find me and Wake then we can me talk up about inside. It. No. Thank you all for listening. Have a wonderful night. Good night. This is a VIC Radio production.